On this episode of AV Social, we're going to be talking to some of the industry's manufacturers and distributors who are attending Infocom 2019. It's rapidly approaching, and let's find out what the value of this show still is, how people can make the most of their time, and what, if anything, we might change. Next on AV Social 46. The network for the AV industry. What are you listening to? This. This is AV. This. This. This is AV Nation. This is AV Nation. This is AV Social, episode 46, A Really Big Shoe. Support for AV Nation is brought to you by Extron, industry-leading technology backed by world-class support. Good morning and welcome to AV Social. Today we'll be talking about Infocom 2019 planning. The biggest AV trade show in North America is a little over a month away. Infocom 2019 takes place in Orlando June 8th through the 14th. The show floor is open June 12th through the 14th. On this episode of AV Social, we'll be discussing the planning and lead up to the annual AV gathering, what attendees should expect, and how to get the most out of both exhibiting and attending. Our hosts today are myself, Kelly Perkins, and my lovely co-host, Don Mead. Hi, everyone. So today we have three guests with us to talk about Infocom 2019 planning. Uh, first, we have, of course, Chris Netto, who is newly of Starin Marketing. Chris, how are you doing today? I am doing super. How are you? Very good. Thanks, and thanks for coming on the show. Thanks for having me. Next, we're joined by a pair of lovely ladies, women of Avixa All. Uh, first, Gina Sansevero of Atlas IED. How you doing, Gina? I am doing very well, Don and Kelly. Thank you both for asking me to be a part of this. It's, um, it's always fun with this exciting lead off. And as a manufacturer, we are pulling out our hair as we speak. So this will be a good one. <laughs> All right. Well, thanks for coming and making time for us in this busy time. And of course, we're joined with, uh, I believe she was the first women's of, uh, women of Avixa head. She can correct me if I'm wrong, but uh, Miss Penny Sittler of Draper. Hi, Penny. Thanks. Thanks for coming on the show. Thanks. I will correct you. Erin Bolton was first. Oh, okay. I was the second. second year. <laughs> you, you were the most recent until you just yeah. went out last year. Yeah. So, yeah, we're just well, in our fifth year. It's just amazing what's going on with that group. Yeah, it sure is. I'm glad to be part of it, and I'm glad you could join us today. Thanks. So kicking things off, I mean, we all know Infocom. We've all been going for years, at least most of us on the panel. Why is Infocom still a good investment for manufacturers to exhibit, for integrators, consultants, and end users? I mean, it, you know, it seems in the social media era, and Chris is our social media expert around these parts, but you'd think everything was available online. So what, what's the value still in Infocom? Um, well, since uh, Let's go to Chris. All right. Well, there is a lot of value to still being a physical participant in shows. I mean, though the dynamic is changing, uh, some people have questioned that recently, even on, on, on the social webs, as far as the attendance. Uh, but for the manufacturers, consultants, and distributors, it's still the place to go to meet uh, people face-to-face. -face. And regardless of what we do and what advancements and what social media apps and tools are out there, there's still that need for the face-to-face -face communications to, to, to meet in real life. I mean, for us as social media people, we obviously, you know, see our Twitter handles on a daily basis, but there doesn't replace hanging out with Kelly Perkins, for example, in person. 
or seeing how much of a firecracker Gina can actually be <laughs> or having words of wisdom given to you by Penny, not on social media. So I all have, you know, great experiences with them. Um, I think that it's still an essential part as far as the investment goes. That's up to the manufacturer and uh, the people that are actually displaying there. If they see the value in it, uh, that could be uh, recorded f uh, from people, booth attendance, the show attendance. That's very subjective and how people are, how people measure that and how they use it. Uh, I'm sure that there's many longtime Infocom partners that have been showing at the show for many years that see a great value in it. And I'm sure there's some that may have some doubt. I mean, let's be honest. That's, it is what it is. So. And I think that's true of most marketing. There's always that prove your ROI kind of thing involved. Uh, Gina, how about you? What, what, what do you see or at, what does Atlas see as the value of, of still being and participating in Infocom, uh, you know, as a manufacturer? I feel like we've had this conversation for, for many years ongoing, um, not at Atlas, but at other uh, companies that I've been with. Um, but it always comes back to, like Chris said, it's, it's about those relationships. It's about making sure that we stay relevant in the eyes of the industry. Um, it's less about product, um, more about energy, more about interaction. And, you know, I, I think that part of the draw of Infocom is being able to see all those people in one space at one time, but we don't discount. And in fact, we put sometimes a little bit more emphasis on smaller regional shows where you we really have that ability to sit down for more than about three and a half seconds of running somebody through your booth um, to, to kind of really either cultivate new relationships or re-engage existing relationships. So I think overall trade shows and conferences and these regional events have a lot of value to us. Um, it's just making the most of it and making sure that you put your resources where you find the, um, the, the most bang for your buck or the uh, most influence on your goals, right? I mean, remember when Extron left and everybody was like, Oh my God, what is going on? <laughs> the sky is falling and they've really been able to remain relevant. Um, they don't need that, that one trade show to, to really remain relevant in, in the industry, but they've put it into other events and they put it into, put that money into other trade shows and they've put that money into other regional events and training events and experiences that's, that resonate with their audience. So I, I think that that's what we as manufacturers try to keep in mind. Okay, fair, fair. Uh, Penny, how about you from your perspective or Draper's perspective? Yeah, well, I, I totally have to agree that you have a lot of choices about what events you participate in and how you allocate your resources among the great big Infocom, the great big ISE, the smaller, more regional and local events. And, uh, you know, I, I, I think we need to be there. There's no 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 way around we need to be there but we make we try to make good choices about how we spend our resources and about conserving some resources for the other kinds of events where we need to be too there's no replacing getting face to face with people there's no replacing getting your hands on a product uh, you can look at pictures of it all day and it's not the same thing <laughs> yeah. very true 
something about that tactile experience of pushing buttons, even if they're dummy buttons or, you know, tugging on some screens or whatever. Um, So, you know, we've all mentioned thus far, you know, the importance of being there in person, being there to make those relationships. And there really are a number of educational or networking opportunities in addition to all of the new products. I, I mean, we all know the show itself is three days, the week it's, I think, seven or eight days worth of Infocom aside from the actual show floor. What's really the best way to get the most out of your time spent there? I mean, it's overwhelming. Um, any tips? Let's say, Gina. Um, so my tip on getting the most out of the week of Infocom is probably to make a plan and don't be angry with yourself for not keeping to it. Um, I think that there's always going to be the priorities um, for, for me as a manufacturer, my priority is always going to be to my company. So whatever company events, whatever um, company sponsorships that we decide to participate in, those are always going to be my priorities. And then beyond that are, you know, the other events that I would like to be at for either increased visibility or for interaction. Um, But I don't, I I learned a long time ago, not that long ago, I mean, I'm not that old, but I learned a bunch of years ago that you can't be hard on yourself this week. Infocom week is tough on everybody and you're always going to get one or two people who are like, weren't you supposed to be at that event? I didn't see you. Yeah, but something ran over, a client meeting took precedent, whatever it might be. Um, just don't get angry at yourself. You can't be in a million places at once. They still haven't figured out how to clone me. And I think that the world would be a much better place if they never figured out how to clone me. But um, I, I truly I truly feel like being hard on yourself is going to be a detriment to your, you know, you're making the most of that week. So. That's my tip. So that being said, what are the networking opportunities and education things that you guys are most looking forward to for this year's show? Um, So this year's show, you know, always my birthday dinner. My birthday dinner is probably the most fun thing at the event, with the exception of the Aviation tweet up. Um, (laughs) But. But besides that, we have uh, a few things that I'm looking forward to. The Avixa Women's Council breakfast is always a priority. Um, I never get there before 8 a.m., and it starts at the ungodly hour of 7.30 a.m. Um, so, but, but that's always something that is a priority for me. Um, from, from our standpoint as Atlas, we have a number of sponsorships for some of our integrators. So we're, we're sponsoring some of their events, some of their um, receptions for their clients. Uh, so we'll make sure that we have resources and people allocated there. Um, and, you know, the Drunk Uncles, we sponsor that. So we'll be at the NSCA Education Foundation fundraiser on June 12th, which is my birthday. Um, <laughs> and, and we'll be, uh, we'll definitely be participating in that. So, so there's a lot of stuff going on, but those are definitely must, must attends. Okay. Penny, what's your best tips for, uh, getting the most out of your time spent at the show? And while you're at it, Kelly's question, you know, uh, what are your priorities? Well, gosh, I've, I've been missing Gina's birthday and I didn't even know what. <laughs> Sounds like a real high point. Well, for me, certainly the Avixa Women's Breakfast is high on 
on the list. Um, I love the councils. I love the uh, tweet up. Um, and I really love connecting with people on the show floor. It's a lot of fun out there. And being able to show people those things that maybe they know we're doing and maybe they don't. <laughs> because, you know, people, a lot of people are still thinking Draper projection screens, projection screens, getting old here. But that's not all we do. And that's not all we are. And uh, it's a lot of fun to see their eyes just light up when we start talking about mounts and structures and trim and uh, supporting all kinds of displays. So we're having a great time right now. Fantastic. Chris, if there's any man that is everywhere at Infocom at all times, it's Mr. Chris Netto. Uh, <laughs> how do you find your, what's your best way to get the most out of time spent there? And, and how do you get all over the place because you're there you know <laughs> <laughs> well for one i am available on social uh so i respond to twitter tweets and dms on twitter um with no problem i put calls out to people where you're at and they tell me where I, they are and i show up at a bar that they're there uh did that to a bunch of our friends from uh, the uk last year who were uh in vegas uh I will probably be hanging out with uh, Mr. Coxon somewhere doing SEN's The Nine Party. Uh, I'll be all over the place. But more importantly, you guys are all marketing experts. You guys have been doing this for many years. Kind of like I've only been a social media guy. I've never been in the marketing role. So this is my first time. So this year I'm going to Infocom to punch people in the mouth with some ideas that nobody has come up with. So while I'm here, I might as well drop some I guess some information on what I'm doing. So one of the things that I've noticed that Infocom does very well is that they do a show floor from Wednesday to Friday. They have the educational piece, but there's sort of kind of like a little opportunity there. So this year, uh, being part of Starin, we have a couple things going on. Uh, for one, we are raising money uh, for um, uh, veterans with PTSD by providing them with a service animal. Uh, we are trying very hard to reach a goal of $20,000 because that's roughly what it takes to purchase one of these dogs that are trained over the course of the next two years. That's a major goal. It's also a personal goal for us uh, at knowing people that have uh, suffered from PTSD and knowing people that benefit from service animals. So we're pushing that, trying to get that out, trying to get, you know, awareness out there and trying to see if the community will wrap around it. Um, the other thing uh, that I do very well is I work within community. I, uh, build community. And uh, so I have my first, I guess, AV and the AM thing happening, which is still kind of under wraps for now. Can't give away too much on what's going on, but it is happening on Thursday morning because we are an AM bunch of people. But most importantly, um, one of the things that we will be doing for the first time is stretching out Infocom by an extra two days. What does it mean? Um, my Infocom starts with a plane ride uh, down to Atlanta. Uh, I will be in Atlanta uh, taking a tour of the Walking Dead set. And then in typical Walking Dead, uh, uh, I guess, story, uh, I'm jumping on an RV with a bunch of AV people and I'm driving 10 hours down to Orlando and we'll be live streaming the whole ride. So AVRV 2019 will be something that is going to happen. Uh, it will wow. give you a look at what 10 AV nerds crammed into a bus will be. Uh, think of it as MTV Road Rules meets AV nerds, um, if you're old enough to remember uh, 
AP, uh, I guess, uh, MTV Road Rules. So that's the first thing that's coming out. We have some great partners and some great sponsors that have helped make this happen for Starin. So that's the first reveal. It's actually being revealed uh, on the 29th of April uh, when I um, put out some information on it. There's a couple of things, bigger ideas that I have that I'm hoping happens. But what we're trying to do is you know, extend the Infocom experience to an online format and to give people a better look at, you know, some of the things that we're anticipating happening at Infocom. So I do have some cool people to reveal uh, that will be there on the bus. I also have uh, something happening at our booth, which will probably not be the first time that somebody's ever done a creation station, but we're going to reveal what uh, Basecamp is and uh, you'll hear more about that as well. So I got a lot of plans. Like I said, I'm the rookie. I'm trying to make an impact. I'm trying to help Starin uh, come out and introduce themselves as, as a distributor. So I kind of like to make noise, and hopefully it's not annoying. But uh, we're going to have some fun doing it. I just can't believe that there are going to be 10 people on a bus. I have friends. No, that's awesome. I, is there a shower on the bus? Absolutely. It is a, it's, it's an RV. It's not a, I know you're from New York, right? And <laughs> And RVs are very uncommon in New York. We don't see them in Times Square. Have anywhere to store them. <laughs> yes, exactly. So these are the, this is like a this is a thing. This is I call it a bus, but it's more of an RV. Uh, we'll have a table. We'll have uh, you know a kitchen area type setup. I, I'm not going to reveal what the look of this thing is because I kind of you know we tried a couple different ways of how to make this happen, but we're hopefully it will be fun. It'll be entertaining. Uh, if not, you're probably going to witness me doing some very stupid things because apparently uh, I don't go down south very often. <laughs> <laughs> this has the potential to possibly be one of the greatest AV events ever to happen. Not at info. One of the, or one of the greatest fails ever to happen. <laughs> yeah. I, I hope you bought insurance. Insurance. bail money. Yeah, insurance, bail money. Absolutely. I mean, if you don't, if you don't try, you know, that's the one thing that um, – when we were talking about this idea and working this out, it's what is the one thing that, you know, we could do that would, that hasn't been attempted. Right. And I constantly look at this sort of stuff. And this idea came up a couple of years ago and there was no way to fund this idea before. Um, when we started talking to our, uh, to our partners about this, they're like, you're nuts. Can you make yeah, it? You're work? insane. Mm -hmm. And and you know what? If I don't do it, and if I don't push that level or that envelope, how will we know that it won't work? But I do guarantee you, if it does, next year there's going to be a lot of crammed companies into their company box vans trying to do the same thing. So let's uh, let's bring it. I welcome the challenge because next year I'll just flip it and do something different. Uh, again, fingers crossed. Uh, so that's my infocom. How's yours? Wow. <laughs> That's pretty awesome. Um, everybody we have on the panel is either a manufacturer or a manufacturer's rep. Um, one thing that, you know, there is so much of at Infocom is education. And I'm just going to chime in my two cents, having been an integrator and now an end user, you know, the most valuable thing to a lot of us at Infocom is taking advantage of that education. Uh, I believe Gina and Penny both said, you know, manufacturers will also come to the smaller regional shows. You can get that face-to-face -face booth time at the smaller regional shows. But when you go to Infocom, take advantage of all the geniuses, all of the subject matter experts, and all of just the amazing people that are there. Sit in on classes, whether they're hour-long or three-day seminars. 
you know, go for certifications. All of these things are available. And even the manufacturer training, a lot of it's like free or very close to free sitting in a booth watching their subject matter expert talking about a particular technology. So, you know, that's always been my kind of priority when I go to Infocom, as well as the women's breakfast and the, the tweet up and the NSCA event and, you know, all the, all the good things that we all like to go to and hanging out wherever Chris gets tweeted to. <laughs> <laughs> um, so moving on, you know, we all mentioned you only get a couple seconds with, with people at the booth. How on earth do manufacturers get any kind of time with anybody in the booths or, or what is the best way to use those? I think Gina said 3.5 seconds per person in your booth. Gina, Penny, so you guys are booth I'll, bound usually. <laughs> I'll, um, I'll start with this year was my first year that I've ever been to ISE and what a different culture. People make time the attendees make time to sit with you and have a cup of coffee and discuss product and discuss opportunities and and kind of get to know you and and uh, I'm not saying that it that doesn't necessarily happen at Infocom but but holy mackerel it's a completely different um, experience at ISE than it is at Infocom. ISE is four days and they're very long days um, of non padded floors, uh, whereas Infocom at least has padded floors. But ISE has, is, is just typically non-padded floors and they're long days, but it doesn't feel exhausting because people aren't running. They're not running like they are at Infocom. And Infocom, you're constantly running. You're, you're seeing how quickly you can get somebody through the booth because they have their schedule mapped out in 15 minute half hour increments. And that includes the walk between booths. So um, one of the things at Infocom that we're really trying to um, push home is creating a 15 minute journey through the booth that's an experience that's memorable. We don't necessarily want you to remember the specs of our products. That's not important for us. What's important is that you remembered that there was something meaningful at our booth. And when we follow up, the light bulb goes off and you say, oh yeah, I needed to follow up on something with them. So, so our real, um, like the, the nuggets that we want people to take away are going to be the journey through the booth in 15 minute increments. Would I love to sit down and have a cup of coffee with somebody? Yeah, absolutely. And guess what? We have space for that too. So if anybody wants to like pull that ISE card and say, I want a cup of espresso and, and you want to sit down and have a chat, heck yeah, I'm all for it. Um, but, but our experience is going to be the memorable experience, memorable experience of walking through that booth hitting the high points and then um, kind of letting them move on. Penny, what do you guys do over at Draper to get people in that very short period of time, you've got their full attention, kind of keep them engaged? Yeah, I think something really important is to understand who you're talking to and what they need. So it's important to us that we have really our top subject matter experts in the booth and people that know the market. And so they know. Um, so our host knows who they're talking to and can help them get right to the point where they need to be. 
be considerate of their time. I wanted to step back to the classes, though, because I meant to mention that on the earlier topic. This last fall, for the first time, I was in on the course selection. Um, and Don, I think you've done it a lot. Others have probably done it, but this was a first for me, and it was so much fun, so exciting, and it made me want to go to the classes. And in my manufacturer role, I really don't have much chance to do that. Right. So in my perfect world, Infocom would be longer. Nobody could stay that long. But And it wouldn't be, all the classes wouldn't be the same time the show floor is, so that we'd all have more time to go where we need to go. Yeah. That, that, that is truly one of the hardest things about the show is getting from place to place to get to all the classes and all the booths and not run your feet off. Uh, Chris, you want to jump in? Well, I mean, I, how do you best utilize? You have to be respectful of the people that are there and you know that they're in a rush. I've been on that side. I've been the end user. I've been the manufacturer. I've been the trainer. You know, I've, I've done every, everything in every different role at Infocom, including, you know, obviously doing booth reporting at one point as, as a volunteer. Uh, so, you know, you, you have a certain amount of time. There's two ways or three ways you can approach it. Um, you know, you can listen for one and uh, what they're after. What is it that the person who approached your booth is looking for? If they came up with a plan, just take it to them. Don't try to throw. I understand that, you know, as a manufacturer, I have to talk about this thing when they only want to see that. So go right to that. Give them a business card, talk to them, treat them as a human. Um, that's the first thing. And first and foremost, that, that conversation and interactions, what's most important. And you have to be respectful of their time. There's people there that have scheduled two meetings and are already five minutes late by the time they get to your meeting or by the time they get to you, or maybe they caught, you caught their eye. So it's all about just staying relevant. And, 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 you know, for me, I am interacting right there on the show floor. So if they're giving me a business card and I'm looking and I see certain things, I will hit them up that same night and like, listen, you need a better explanation. I'm going to be here. You know, I'll be at the lobby bar. Lobby bars is one of the best, you know, the hotel lobbies are the best place to get quick meetings with people to explain or go a little further. Uh, unfortunately, um, for people like myself and, and Penny and, and, and Gina, we hit the show floor at six in the morning and we don't stop until two in the morning at sometimes, you know, you got to keep going. You got to keep moving. Um, you only have three days. So if it means meeting after hours, meeting before hours, cup of coffee before, during, after, whatever the case is, you know, that's why I make myself so available, right? I try not to ha have a set schedule myself. I mean, I have certain duties that I have to do. We have two booths. So I'm between two places. I'm in the hallway and I'm at our booth in, uh, uh, in the show floor itself. So um, it's hard enough to manage my own schedule. I'm just trying to, you know, help people as they, you know, get through. And it's most of the time it's, Hey, listen, I understand your time is, 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 is precious. And if you need a better explanation of this and you need to move on, let's, let's connect afterwards. And it gives them more, you know, if I'm being respectful, it gives people a little bit more, uh, you know, they're, they're less apprehensive to be like, you know what, don't call me after this. So don't scan my badge, you know, it lets you, you know, kind of weed your way through. So. Right. Okay, great. 
Uh, a lot of good info so far. We're kind of running short on time today. So we'll go around one more time. What is the one thing you would want to change about the Infocom show if you were the king or queen of the universe and could do so? Penny already suggested making it longer and separating the education from, uh, but, but I'll let you have another if you have another, Penny. Um, what, what, what's the one thing you'd do or change? Well, as queen of everything, <laughs> I would probably try for all of us to make better use of Friday. We just don't use Friday. We disappear. We're worn out. We're off. We're leaving early. Or uh, So Friday is a good opportunity. It's just out there. If you go to a booth on Friday, you will find that people are ready to, come, to go in depth with you if you want to. Um, so it's a good opportunity that's being missed. Absolutely. Gina? If I were queen of Infocom, I would reevaluate the timing. Um, I think that June, and, and we say this every year, I think that June just doesn't coincide with the buying cycles of a lot of the audience that, that is a growing audience within Infocom. And that's, that's to say the education world, right? We need to... Um, we, we really need to look at who, who, who is going to be the biggest growth factor for us and then kind of let it coincide with, our, with their, um, their buying cycles, their planning schedule and, and their upgrade schedules. Um, and I don't think that June works for that anymore. Um, you just also, don't want it on your birthday. Well, that would be, it would be nice to not have to travel on my birthday. And it would also be nice to not have to go to Vegas and Orlando in the height of 110 degree um, weather. But those are just kind of side notes. <laughs> um, Chris? I got plenty of ideas that they're not doing that I wish they would do. Bring back shootouts. All right, please. Let's see side-by-side -side comparisons. Add a hackathon. Uh, AV security is a uh, obviously something that is very important to uh, a lot of the people in this industry. Let's try to break things and figure out a way at how to make them better, more secure. I yes. know that that would be of interest to a lot of the technology end users that are there. Stop thinking of yourselves. Start thinking of the people that are actually buying our products. Uh, I would also go in line with PlugFest. Plug things in. See how they work. Can something go from A to B as fast as people are claiming? Do that sort of stuff. The other thing I would like to see from Infocom is also a more of an online presence. I don't need tweets. I need live streams. I need coverage that is now giving the people that are home, that can't go. Because ultimately what Infocom still has is there, there is a, um, there's a hierarchy of people that can go from every company. Right, And there are people that deserve to be there, that need to be there, that can't be there because of office politics or because they're last in line, whatever the case is. It is to their benefit to take some of their show and put it online. Right? I don't necessarily mean live booth tours. Bring the education online. Right? Bring some of this conversations that they're having in the um, – in, in the seminars, out online, open it up more, create a package. If, if that's the case, if there needs to be a charge to pay for the, the, the seminars and the space and the rental and this, that, create a package. That would be my wish for Infocom is those things. 
uh, any of those would be great. I would appreciate that. And, um, you know, I would also like to see the return of the innovation showcase. Uh, that's kind of disappeared. I'd like to see rookies get an opportunity. So, but that's just me. All right. Great advice there from Chris, several of which I'm firmly behind. Um, so let's go. We've only got a couple minutes left. Let's run around real quick. Um, thank everyone for coming today. Let's start again with Gina. And uh, where can folks find you? Booth number, social handles, uh, website, whatever. You will be at Infocom booth number 5653, audio demo room number, number W224F. Uh, you can find us on social media at atlas underscore IED, um, at Gina Sands, and also on all the other platforms, um, and atlasied.com. Fantastic. Thank you. Penny, where can folks find you and Draper? At Infocom, we will be booth 1342. We are always at Draper Inc., and we're Draper Inc. on LinkedIn in and every other social there is <laughs> all right so just come out and see us fantastic chris how about you aside from the well, obvious of everywhere <laughs> you can find me on the uh on the interwebs at uh, chris underscore netto uh, i'm also now part of starin so there's a starin uh twitter as well which is uh starin underscore mkg and there, you can also find it under the same label in um in Instagram as well. Um, I will be at the show. Starin.biz is our uh, website. Uh, please check it out. Uh, we do have uh, two boots, and unfortunately, I don't have the boot number in front of me because I am a bad person, and I just finished creating a graphic. What's wrong Marketing with Marketing lesson number one. Know your lesson, boot number. Lesson Come number on. one. But you know what? Right after the show, you will see it posted up on the internet because I messed up. But anyway, go ahead, Kelly. I will come up with the boot number. <laughs> it comes to an end. My uh, lovely co-host, Kelly, where can we find you? Uh, AV Kelly P on Twitter, uh, Kelly P Perkins on LinkedIn. And I don't have a booth at Infocom, but I'll be running around. I'm sure you'll see me here or there. Um, so give me a shout out if you want to meet up at Infocom. I'd love to at one of the millions of amazing events. Okay, thank you. And of course, I'm one of your hosts, Dawn Mead. I'm now an end user working for a very hush-hush secret kind of government place I can't tell you about. But I will be able to tell you that you can always find me on social media at AVDawn and here on avnation.tv, hosting AV Social and occasionally cropping up on some other shows. Thank you so much and everybody enjoy your Infocom 2019.